thought we was playing? Y'all thought this was for play play, huh? Nah, 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 this serious business. Now, ladies and gentlemen, with no further ado, Full believers, the spitting truth up in the stew. Okay. Each with different flavors, you can save or you can chew. Talking life, love, and Christ, just to name a few. Grab a seat at the table, we got a bowl that's just for you. Okay. Trey, stay whipping up the work in the kitchen. And whip, we can't keep up with the heat that she be dishing and hype. He had the sight, he was blessed with the vision. And me, I'm in the back, I'll be handling the dishes. I hope you don't mind if I speed it up. Okay. Stay at the beat as I beat it up. Serving it cold, you can heat it up. The food is good, you should eat it up. Thank the Lord for redeeming us, for the four of us teaming up. Lifestyle was dirty, he cleaned it up. Gave us the voice, now we speaking up. Ah, told y'all. And that's light work. Can we talk for a minute? Fred can live before we get sued. <laughs> Wait, like, Tevin, we was just playing. <laughs> Okay. I loved you in that first first episode. <laughs> oh yeah, when well, I asked, I did. That was my girl in my in my mind and heart. <laughs> Sing it, Trey. Thank you, Trey. You right. sound like Keith Sweat doing it like that. <laughs> he must be sexing way over there. He over there in the zone. Right oh yeah, he Trey's ready to go. <laughs> he we coming, time. wave. We coming. We coming. Welcome they back. To get me going a ski trip. I'm like I'm black. <laughs> We can't ski. Snow on mountains. Like wait, 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 wait. They do nothing wait, when you black. Wait, they, they, they legalized it? <laughs> Snow on mountains to me is like a horror movie. Y'all tripping. Are we in a cabin? We do normally go fast in those. Is it a cabin? Like a cabin trip? It does. You want to go to Utah? Utah. Utah. Exactly. That's where you would have lost. That's, exactly. that's what's not for like you wrong. That's the wrong place. Yeah, that's what's not for like you. Utah. No, Utah. Make it out of there. Nah, I'm good. Utah. Ain't nothing good happening in Utah. Nah. You do we thought. have Utah mm-hmm. viewers? <laughs> we don't even have no viewers from Utah. Yeah, bro. Wait, do we? If you in Utah, what's up? You know what I'm we love you. We love you. It ain't you, it's your environment. No, I'm just playing. Oh, we love I you. I can't even stay in the cabin. They Welcome back, in. people. If you can't tell, we are back Welcome again. Welcome back. Last Supper Podcast. All loves back. I'm back, y'all. Fred, shout out. What up, Fred? Hey. Well, we got his voice this time. Next, he's going to be right here. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to FK. Uh, Speaking of, man, we were just talking about that, man. Uh, Rest in peace to Fred, the godson, man. Shout out. He just passed from Corona. He's a known battle rapper and and MC and very nice on the mic. Very nice. They just released a tribute video to him for him too. Like this guy did a, a freestyle. Uh, yeah, it was about Fred. Not necessarily about Fred, but it was an honor to him. So, shout out to shout out to that video. Shout R. out R. to Fred. R.I.P. Man, hate to start off on a somber note, but still Corona time. People still being taken from us. But um, in lighter news, we're back. Like I said, this is a this is a double header. If you can't tell, we in the same. Same outfit as as before. Uh, this is new. This is new. <laughs> what? This is a different. This is a we different charcoal sweater. We locked in today, giving y'all two piece, two piece Tuesday. On and we ain't getting paid. <laughs> yeah, we've been here since eight a.m. Except Chris, we got all these gold chains. And we eight still eight. haven't seen any money from the sponsorships. Chris has <laughs> haven't accepted. But his Lexus yet. helicopter is really nice. <laughs> if you haven't noticed, <laughs> he did let us ride on that. His Lexus. I'm trying to get with a Target sponsorship. You know, Target show some love. Ta- come on, Target. She's give y'all enough Who's coins. Who spend more money? She spends enough coins. I there. do. She really does though. I really do. Oh, give her a dog. <laughs> give her a puppy. Either or. Please get with a puppy. Somebody, somebody. out there. Get with Anybody, a puppy. Or some please. decor. We can use some nice. Whatever you want to give us, we'll mm-hmm. take Target. 
Anybody else you, you trying to get sponsorship for anybody? Uh, Nike, holler at us, Nike. Nike, Nike. Nike. Love, love Nike. you, Nike. <laughs> love, love you, Nike. Nike. I, I'll get the best. Trey got the hat. If, uh, if Sally May want to sponsor us too, that'd be nice. <laughs> Sally May want to sponsor by canceling some debt. That, that'd be Listen, for sure. Sally. I'll put on for the government. <laughs> I won't be doing that, but <laughs> Sally, me and you can get, we can work, work out some out. things. Oh, man. I know some things. <laughs> what do you, I don't know what he knows. What do you know? Don't worry about that. That okay. Sally Mabel won't. Nah, don't even worry about, about that. Your Christian, when that Illuminati? You illuminated? Hey, we ain't going to stop. That's another episode. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can't reveal all Is okay. it really? Eyes wide shut. It is. Okay, I'm gonna make sure I'm not right in your that. face. Mm-hmm. I want to shout out the fact that we all have on, well, at least the fellows we have on our quarantine caps today, just holding it down for the. This, this is essentially a bonnet right now, folks. <laughs> True. This, this is to cover up food. Like, like this is a crime <laughs> because is all barbershops is closed. <laughs> you know do, what I'm saying? This is the rag with a brim. For real. Like this it, is the third episode in a row we've been quarantine bar- capped up. To any barber out there that's ever felt unappreciated. <laughs> we love uh, we you. We love you. We thank and you for all sorry. that you do. You are welcome here in this place. Like I hope that all the good things in life happen to you and only you. <laughs> only. only. And Nobody only. else. Yeah, Just that, you. If, if they're not making you feel essential out there, I'm telling you. I, if I was to take this cap off, you would see I'm how essential you are. Don't do it, Chris. Chris, don't do it. Chris, 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 Chris. Chris, Chris, no, don't do it, Chris. Uh, no. They need to no. see you. You FaceTimed no. me the other day and I seen it. Don't do it. No. Look what you're doing to my brother. We should have gave a warning if you had kids with you, you know, take them to another room. Right. They don't need to see that. Explicit content ahead. Exactly. Well, it's not it's not easy for the women either. I, I want know. y'all to know nail shops are closed. I need my My feet eyebrows touch. have taken over my forehead. They are <laughs> spreading. Not taking over. This is a quarantine ponytail. It Anybody? Looks it looks good. Thanks, man. y'all. It does. Thanks. It's a little, uh, little pushing. Y'all. You know, Whit didn't think that we could handle and appreciate the regalness of an updo. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to say, girl, the back of your head is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know, they call me a little cross. Where your boyfriend at? They call me a little cross. You like Mike and Ike's? You like Mike and Ike's? Where your boyfriend now, at? I'm is he hefty? Is he small? <laughs> oh, you got a boyfriend? Where your boyfriend at? <laughs> okay, you don't got no boyfriend? Okay. okay. You know, my little croissant. My little croissant. So my little brie. My little Sherry. We got one question for you, though. What's the question? Can, can I, I have your number? Can I have your number? Can I have it? 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 record a show. Oh, okay. So you like the intricacies of cinema. <laughs> can I have it? <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I have it? <laughs> she was all out of breath. Oh, man. So, uh, you know what? Before yeah. I forget, let me, let me, let me, play, let me say this. Because I had to pick up Trey the other week. And I let him make it last week. But, you know, I, I, I take the oh jokes I take the jokes but I found out something about one of our co-hosts I don't think anybody hey, knew hey you need to relax because oh, the IRS the IRS out here dog the IRS might be listening you need to relax hands you know what I'm saying so I, okay let's speak hypothetically hypothetically mm-hmm. um, I was speaking of Trey hypothetically hypothetically was I was speaking of Trey the other day mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I was waiting outside his garage because you know it takes a minute you know with the leg and all, everything you know understandably waiting with Pants grace really hard and um, the garage opens if and I could just stop right here, <laughs> I just want to I just want to point out that um mm-hmm. Go no. ahead. We're not supposed to do that. Like I can't point out that Go ahead. Um <laughs> I just want to let you guys know that um 
anything Chris is about to say is a lie. He's about to tell us about the Bentley? Very close. Helicopter. The Bentley might be the weekend, the week car, the weekday car. But what I saw was probably the more the weekend car. Wow. It was the Would Porsche Cam, uh, Panamera. I can't even say it because I can't afford it. And look Porsche. at him on the gold chain today. Yeah. I should have known from them tortoise shell frames that you had. Tortoise shell frames. Frames was fifteen dollars, y'all. <laughs> but it's real tortoise. But not though. that horse though. It's real. T- How many horses in that thing? Um, I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. At least a hundred. They got cheetah power. <laughs> God, no. So the garage, much to my surprise, obviously, I'm like, oh, I didn't know we was whipping like, <laughs> like such, whipping like such. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Now, now I thought we were doing something with our little matching edges. You know what I'm saying? Now, let me say this. <laughs> Your since you, since you commented on like Trey, we we pull up every Sunday in front of Chris's abode. Can we say abode? Uh, manor. Uh, Chris, Chris and his family own about a block and a half of the neighborhood. Yeah. It's not so, true. So the I'm other day, here. the other day, Chris Height was Facetiming me, and he was walking Chris. around. I have to call him Chris Height. I can't just say Chris no more because of the money. <laughs> so actually, actually, it was Christopher Height. Chris, I'm sorry, Christopher Height. So we were Facetiming. And we were FaceTime for maybe five to six minutes. But mm-hmm. the entire five to six minutes, I'm sitting down and talking to him. He's walking around. It's a compound. It's but compound. he was no, not, 100%. he did not go into the same room once. <laughs> and Chris, the home is a one-story home that has an upstairs. Well, how do you do that, you remember Chris? when we thought we were in the kitchen, but we were in the garage? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, a it's all the optical illusion. It's a one-story <laughs> home with so, an upstairs. So here's a bunch the, of mirrors. The oh. first bunch of mirrors and open windows. <laughs> The first time, the first time I came here, Chris's house had two zip codes. It did not. <laughs> like, I typed it in. And it said, "Oh, we do live on the border." Like, are you going to the north wing or the south wing? <laughs> yeah, I have to pick a wing. Like when you go to when you GPS <laughs> no the airport, wings. it tells you what terminal you want to go. And, to. and this is a one hundred percent true fact. I have never seen the front of Chris's home. It's that big. This is not true. As a matter of fact, we could trade it. For, I've actually four trays car in the garage right now. I don't think so. This this massive manor yeah, that you're talking about I'm not sure. can be that's summed up in Trey's garage. Because not only do you have a fleet of Ford Edges, <laughs> but, you <laughs> have, <laughs> but you have enough. Chris's parents have <laughs> matching cars. Matching Ford Edges. Black with right. rims. You know real nice. The edges. You and the and they tend it out, right? So you can't really uh, tell uh, the window. When it's time to roll out Chris down on, on the phone. All right, everybody, keep it tight. Keep it tight. <laughs> They got the little curly earpiece. <laughs> the heights. Keep it, keep it tight. Keep what? it tight. Mm-hmm. Chris, you're lagging. You're lagging. <laughs> we, we got moving on the South Lawn. Moving on the moving South on Lawn. The South <laughs> moving on the South Lawn. <laughs> Eagle the rooster. Eagle the rooster. <laughs> oh, Chris, 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 Chris called me Monday. I was like, let me hit you back when I finish uh, mowing the yard. He called me Saturday morning. <laughs> Sat- and I was Saturday morning. <laughs> That was unrelated. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Like, bro, you really couldn't come back? I just finished. I was like, all right. You know, I get it. I tried to, Trey, I tried to bring you down here. With you did, you. but I you tried. can't. They wouldn't let it. You want to know why? Why? Because that Porsche isn't even my father's. It's my grandfather's. Oh, so you got long money. You got generational money. I don't, generational have, money. Like I don't, have, mm. I don't mm. have any money. I heard a generational curse, but generational, generational. worth. Sound like you got a trust fund to oh, me. Anybody <laughs> who grandpa got a Porsche Trey, got a trust fund. Trey drives a 2011. Because Grandpa Height could not afford no Porsche. <laughs> uh, because uh, all of his holdings right are now, gas cans. Um, I never drive a Honda. My grandfather would sit on a porch, not in a porch. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying. Rocking on know, the porch. Y'all got extra My nana don't have a porch because they drove through it last time. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. told y'all. You did. Why, wait, wait. Why Amazon won't deliver her packages? They like... Because you don't, you don't have a porch. Put it, on, put it in, throw wow. it around the That's fence. We don't have <laughs> protocols for this type of situation. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> leave it in a tree? What do you want me to do? Put it on the roof. Put it on the 
Can't you call? Like, hey, we're, we're here. Like, you know what I'm saying? We're here. I don't know what to do. You don't have a Porsche. There's like. This intro is actually perfect segue into the topic. Is it? Yeah. It is. You don't want to get into the topic. Anybody else got any any pertinent news? Anything mm. else they want to throw out there? The gas is like one Chris is wealthy. <laughs> not Chris true. Is Chris is wealthy. You're going to get me robbed unnecessarily. <laughs> bro, like, I'd like, like, to see, bro, bro, I'd like <laughs> to see them try. They get lost in the house. Like, if, if someone robbed Chris and his family, they would be in Forbes next month. Like, they're. Her porch is going like, to... Why is the, the wheel still there? That's not the a wheel. That's the garden hose that was oh, attached. Like, I thought that was a no, rim. Her, her porch was here. This is flat ground now. She had a huge... She just actually bought a new porch. I, oh, man. Wait, so me. Whitney Grandma got enough money to just go buy a porch. I lost my porch last week, so I got to go get another one. God, no. They, they, they took Depot. the new porch. I'm sitting at a table full of wealth. So, so where does she buy the porches? Like porches not. You know what? We gave or... her a hard time about that for a long. We like, how do you even buy a porch? Where do you buy a porch from? How do you know what's standard price for a porch? Is there like a <laughs> is there like a market? What is the market for porches? We, we right gave now? her. We drove. We still drive her about that all the time, and that was years ago. My family, my family, my family about her Like you. is it like is it self assembly? Do they bring people out to put it together? No, I, somebody <laughs> listen. It was there one weekend. We because if you buy it from IKEA, you're gonna be putting that money together for a couple years. Can you imagine having to put together your own porch? That would stress me. And if you got, Chris also has a really nice car. I said in the other day, those plastic on the seats, and he told me to put my feet up. <laughs> so I was like doing crunches the whole, like my feet was up off the ground. <laughs> I was like, brother, for real? But, yeah. He made sure the air wasn't on on my side, too. <laughs> to turn it off. I'm like, all right. Now, while y'all playing, we talking about cars. I got in Rail's car today, and I'm not going to lie to you. His seats, the same color as Gabrielle Union skin in the 90s. Oh, yeah, that that. Ooh, that, he got that, that, that car. Oh, gold that cars are luxurious just because he they're got, gold cars. He got that. He got. <laughs> I didn't want to. Thank you. Anybody drive a gold car? Oh, he, oh he's about to drop out on a new bumper like just because it has like it probably has like a penny size dent at the bottom. He's like, take it all. No, Jarrell, you probably can't even see it in, no. the, in the dark. He knows like, it's this. how rich. And tell me if I'm lying. This is how rich Jarrell is. You know, he doesn't. He doesn't use coasters. He uses dollar bills to sit his, <laughs> sit his drinks on. I kid you not. I was going to put my coffee cup in his coaster, and it's a dollar bill there. He said, oh, no, it's okay. I don't like the condensation on yeah. my cup holder. I'd rather, I'd rather spare the dollar. I, I just happen to have some change. Nah, bro. I don't know. Nah, bro, why personally, are you lying, bro? Personally, I don't know anybody who's broke and wears fedoras at the same time. I'm like, that's, <laughs> that's a symbolism. Like Neo, I'm an oxymoron. Right? I'm an oxymoron. Neo got plenty of money it's and plenty of fedoras. Hey, real quick, name a bro- name somebody that. broke with a fedora. Don't worry, I'll wait. No, they, broke Especially people don't have time to spend down. money on hats. Broke people don't have time to spend money on hats. That, that was really good. That, that, that should go right. on a t-shirt. It, we gonna put it on. One. But I can't afford the t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't afford it. Because Trey used my dollar as a coaster. <laughs> I just, I've and never Trey, seen. Trey can't come. He had to get picked up because he's not allowed to drive the Porsche with the boot on. He don't want to scratch the pedal. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the reality is I ain't allowed to drive the Porsche with or without this boot on. I don't want to let y'all know that now. I would never Bro, be touching priceless. that Porsche. And, right. with, and what is that target every day? Right. That's spending thousands. We don't need to say <laughs> anything else. We don't need to say anything I don't else. Spend thousands. That Whitney buys everything at Target. So. I, don't, I find good deals. Like, for example, I found some Tupperware with metallic gold lids. But it's not metallic gold because you can't put it into the microwave. But they look metallic gold. Mm. 
Come on, right? So wait, you have a microwave that you can put metal in? That's what I said. It's not metallic gold. It's it's the home collection for glass, so it looks metallic gold. It's Tupperware, so instead of that clear like red or the flimsy little blue one, you get a gold like. A, All a I heard gold. you say was, I have enough money to buy a microwave that can house <laughs> that can microwave metal. gold. And truly, <laughs> and truly, <laughs> I'm too broke to understand anything other than past eye. Oh my, beauty oh, supply. Wow. Whew. Please, <laughs> please, we're in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Please. All right, dripping and everybody's rich on the squad cast. You got which blood, is blood diamonds on your wrist. <laughs> blood, 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 blood. What you, what you want? Hey, drugs. I ain't got oh, pay oh, nobody. Oh, that's drug money, not blood money. Yeah, Never mind, I don't have that. Let me see money. that remote, please. Still broke. But now that everybody's rich, I don't have to pay anybody once we start making money. So I'm glad let me we tell you here. Let me tell you something, camera. you crook. <laughs> I want my portion. Today's episode, since we're talking about money, is about the spirit of lending. Do you and and what is your spirit of lending? First of all, do you even have one? Because some people are absent of it completely. Um, how have you? How do? You, what do you like to lend? Is there anything that you won't lend to people? How do you handle when people owe you things? Uh, what does the Bible say about dealing with debts and people that owe you things? Um, how are we as black people supposed to handle the ultimate debt that we are owed? That you know. Needs no name, but I'll go ahead and say it. <clears throat> reparations. Separation. I mean, reparations. Reparations. Give us our grandpa money. <laughs> Slavery. 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 We're, talk, we're, we're talking about sla- slavery. That part. So, yeah, let's just talk about that for a little bit and, and break that down. And I want to start. Break it down. Break it down. Um, I got the spirit of David Ruffin on me right now. Hold on I one need second. you, Otis. <laughs> the whole spirit, not just a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I want Chris is rich Otis. enough to get the spirit of David Ruffin to come. Uh, of David Ruffin. Ain't nobody come to see y'all. Ain't nobody come to see you, Otis. Chris gets concerts. I don't need you. I'm David Ruffin. So uh, the first question I want to start off with is, um, what is your spirit? Are you a natural lender? Because I know that that isn't something that is just uniform or universal for people. Some people have strict rules about what they are to lend and lend out. Some people have strict rules. I don't lend money out. I don't lend anything out. So I just kind of wanted to understand who we were in those in that type of situation and, and kind of build from there. And I'll start. Um, am I a natural lender? Um, I was. I was at a certain point. There there was a point where you could get me, where I would, if you gave me a, maybe you gave me a good story, especially a cue the tiny violin on it, you know, <laughs> you might get some few dollars out of me or some food, whatever it might be. <clears throat> And now, unfortunately, I think, I'm not, not to say that I'm not or that I don't, but I'm much more critical mm-hmm. than I would have been or that I would have been had, had I had different experiences in the past. Um, don't lend out. I have a certain, like, I don't lend money to certain people, certain type of people, and then certain people. You know, because I agree, Chris. Like, like black people, you don't you don't get money to black people. No, that's not true. Chris, I got that checklist. <laughs> you I, I, I got something like Chris say. So you don't qualify. I do know somewhere that you can go. <laughs> the church. Hey, look, Chris, say <laughs> look. He if if it's a good story, I can see Chris. This boy <laughs> dismissed. Leave them. Leave them at once. <laughs> Chariots pull off. Go. <laughs> Everybody get in their four days. Let's go. <laughs> Leave them. No. Leave them here. No, that's... Um, <laughs> they are beneath me, and so is their debt. <laughs> Leave them here. <laughs> no, that's not what I do. Uh, no, I I try to be more... 
try to be more efficient mm-hmm. in what I and how I help people. You know what I'm saying? Instead of just giving the way out you money. talk about it makes you sound so rich. <sighs> no, I try to be efficient. In the no, way no, I like, like, like. Out. Let's make it simple. Like I used to give homeless people money all the time. Now it's kind of like, no. I'll. What do you need? I buy you food. What are you trying to do? You mm-hmm. trying to get a bus fare? You hungry? Like, let me go help you. Which I think should be more impactful, more helpful anyway. I think that's more of a help than just you know giving money out per se and letting people do what they want with it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, some <laughs> situations that I would dive into a little a little later about lending people money for good causes and just how observing how I was treated or how that situation was handled just kind of put me off of that. So I, I won't say that I'm t- I'm tight with it. I'll never I'll probably never be that. But I am a lot more critical and a lot more careful with how I choose to like use my resources to help people. Okay. Trey? Porsche. <laughs> not if I'm not on full. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like y'all. I'm slightly below the F. Oh. <laughs> um, dang, that's crazy. Um, I mean, <clears throat> you're asking how would I describe myself as a yeah. Lender giver, yeah, yeah. I guess the way I see it, and I, I've, I, I kind of do take on that same perspective in in reference to like homeless people, like you know, coming to me, hey man, I need some money, trying to get some food, yada yada yada. Okay, babe, let me take you, you know, get you some food. I've even like, I've actually taken people in my car. Um, Ooh, yeah, probably not the wisest thing. Nah, um, I can tell you a story about that too. Um, That's risky. But like, I, I, I'm of the persuasion that if you really need it and I'm offering it to you. Like money is just the the means by which you get what you need. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're really hungry and I offer to take you get some food, you'll go. Um, there's been that, times, that's really what you want. Yeah, that's really what you want. But like I won't give you the money um, just so you can have it um, because like I don't. I at this point like you're in a situation and for whatever reason you're there. Um, it's and this may be bad, but it's my natural assumption that you haven't handle things the way you need to handle them to have put you there. That's not, that's definitely not, like, why every every homeless person is not a drug addict. Right. Every homeless person yeah, is that not, like, a slippery slope. yeah, like, like, that's a very slippery slope, but my thing is, like, if you, if food is what you want, I'm offering to get you food, you'll, you'll take the offer. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there has been cases and situations where, um, and I've, and again, I've, this is not, like, a foolproof thing, so, like, I've learned that also, like, there also is some pride um, a lot of homeless people don't want to be, don't want to feel like they're um, getting handouts. Yeah, they're, they're, exactly. they're, they're, there's the pride of like, you know, they still want to be able to do for themselves. They'll so try like, to clean your windshield. Or yeah, something. yeah, like so, like there's been cases where like, hey man, like let me clean your windshield, get some money, and get a hamburger. Cool. There's been there's been situations where like I'll like hand the guy some money, mm-hmm. and he will, and like I'll say, hey look, we're gonna go to this restaurant. I'm gonna let you pay for your food. But I just want to make sure you get your food. Like I want to make sure you're not and it's. And it's, it's cool. We sit down, we have a conversation. Um, so, like, that's kind of my thing. And, like, a lot of people, like, tend to, like, lean one way or the other. And I, it's, I, I think it's, it's, it's not as black and white as, as people try to make it in, in terms of giving people, homeless people money. But um, with other people, like, <coughs> friends, I operate off of the, if you need it, if I got it and you need it, why not? Is that like a ongoing blanket sentiment? And here, and here's why. I've been in spaces and situations where people have helped me out, and so like, it's the thought like I can never repay back mm-hmm. everybody. Um, so, in some situations where I can repay them back, did you um, walk in 
What happened? What happened? <laughs> Nothing. I'll see you later. Got some on your ankle. Money. Wow. Go ahead. I'm standing in Chris's money. <laughs> you standing Jeez. in the dust you was made from. <laughs> oh God, dog. That's how. See, see they laughing. Ashes. I got ashes on dust my ankle. See, when you wear shoes, you know, like loafers with no socks, you put powder in your rich money. Oh, rich. Only this people with oh. money wear loafers. Chris got a new Socks. pair of Jordans every time I see him. Thank you. Good evening. Continue, Trey. Thank you, good evening. Everybody's equally rich. <laughs> That's why everybody's parents Hilton. Guys, I'm broke, okay? I don't, I don't know. But, um, so yeah, like, I mean, for me, like, I, I can't repay back my parents. Um, I've got people who back there is like, big brothers, big sisters to me, and, like, they've helped me out. I can't repay them all the money they've given me. So, like, for me, it's like, if, I, if you need it and I got it, I'm going to help you out. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it may not be like, hey, Trey, I need thousand dollars to cover this debt oh wait brother <laughs> i work for non-profit chief <laughs> so but but like i it may just be like okay babe you you need a g i, I got i got an extra 250 i can i can swing it three, quarter way there boom there you go g Halfway you know what i'm saying there. so i mean to me I, I i take on like if you need it i got it now that don't mean y'all hit me up talking about trey i need this i need that Okay. Trey is not credit worn. Trey is not capital worn. Trey is not American. Trey is a payday loan. I am not. <laughs> I am, you I borrow am. 100, you're paying back 750. I need it. <laughs> Tomorrow. JG, wait a minute. 1,000% interest. <laughs> what, what, what is the interest rate on that? <laughs> you know the payday loan size. A limited interest. 100, you paying back 750. Woo. But I mean, like, yeah, like, so, like, obviously there's wisdom in that. Like, if I, I don't, and I'm blessed to have friends who, like, aren't always. In situations where like they're constantly hitting me up, but like yeah, like there's been a situation where one of my homies he's like, bro, I left my wallet at home and I need to park to get to this meeting. Shoot me ten, boom. There I'm mad for that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I I, that, I get that. Yeah, that makes different. sense. Even I've even in situations where like, hey man, like I'm a couple hundred dollars short of my rent, I, I can help you. Been there you. too. You know what I'm saying? I and 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 that's what I'm saying. Like I've been in those situations, so like I'm not gonna be like, well, why aren't you stealing your money well? Are you being a steward? Where's your savings account? Are you tithing? <laughs> like I'm not going. You're not tithing. Like, I'm, not, I'm not going to be the oompa loompa <laughs> over your finances. Like I'm about to sit here and try to micromanage you, bro. Like if you need it, like there's a reason you need it. But uh -huh. like if I, I also have been in a situation where I recognize the habitual nature, and so I was like, yo, I'm gonna help you, but like this help is now going to look different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying I can't just keep continue to be a crutch. You can't just look at Trey as like your safety net because because they will. They they absolutely will. They will. Trey, how you always leave your wallet when we go to Buffalo Wild Wings? How are you <laughs> always? Always. How is it? How you keep showing up to go to Buffalo Wild Wings and they all that? They here, bro. Like, I'll be like, listen, I'm not going out to eat nowhere with you. <laughs> like, like, you Every time we go out to eat, you ain't got your wallet. The fifteen dollars I give you for your Buffalo meal, we can go buy fifteen dollars with the chicken breast at the at the store. You can eat for about a week. I'm of the uh, I'm of the gift without measure camp. I, I think really. Yeah, I'm one of those people that just. I, I give I give cash to homeless people all the time. If I have cash, I'm giving. The only way that I will mm. go with them into a restaurant um, or into a store to buy their food for them is if I don't have cash. Um, and I say, listen, I can buy it on my card. I'll go. I'll walk in there with you. Yeah. But the reason for that for me is similar to what you said. It's a dignity thing. I think. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's is there's something 
that removes the dignity, that hurts the dignity of a man. You know what I'm saying? To say, mm-hmm. well, I'll buy your food for you. I don't trust that you go use this five dollars. Yeah, that's a, that's a sharp. Yeah. Pain so like for that. me, um, I just like even in that Zechariah passage that I talked about. I don't know which one coming out first, but <laughs> God, when he when, after he puts the robe on him, he says the Bible makes a point to say he speaks to him solemnly with dignity or respect, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, I just have a very very warm spot for for homeless um, people, people without homes, people who are in between homes, and so I I give without measure. Um, on that front, just because it's it's not even my be, it's not my business what I do with the money. I know that whatever you do with this ten dollars, you needed it more than I did. Right. Um, from a biblical perspective, um, it is my belief that um, giving abund- like giving without measure, is the way to invite abundance into your life. Mm-hmm. Um, the the more freely that you give, the more that you give to people, the more God gives to you, right? Because He knows that it's just gonna it's gonna filter through you. Yeah. Um, and so, but I, but I've naturally like always been like this, and I found this picture I wanted to read to y'all. Um, so I found this picture last time I was at my mom and dad's house was it that they took. No, it's okay. a it's a picture from uh, when I went to preschool. And so we made, like, you know, the baby books, um, mm-hmm. like where you do, like, a preschool memory book. And so they asked, um, in the picture, they asked, what makes you a good friend? And so they went and asked everybody in the classroom. This was, I probably was four. I'm interested to hear and this. And so for me, I said, I'd be nice to people and share. They don't have to ask. They could just play. And, I, and I've been like that my <laughs> whole life. just play. And, I, and I've been like that my whole life. Like, people that come to my house, they're like, you don't have to ask. Like, just That's you could just play. Um, but giving, I mean, to the point where, like, my family – we were uh, in Italy last year, and my family was oh. like, "Stop giving!" Money. Like they were mad. You know what I mean? Like they would, they would be upset. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, listen, I, I live well. I'm not gonna lie to y'all, but I feel like in saying that it's because I give well, right? So the Lord blesses me to to live well. Um, but and I'm not saying that this is the right way to do it. I'm just telling y'all where I find. And, and what I was about to say was, um, my family oftentimes be like Whitney, like especially when I was younger, like stop giving all your money away, and I'm like. Well, hold on, like, <laughs> this my is money. my money. Right. But they would be mad. Kelly would tell you, because she went to Italy with us, with us uh, last year, and they were like, what are you doing? You just going to give money to every homeless person? I'm like, what am I going to do with it, buy a keychain? You know what I'm saying? If, if, like, I don't know. So, But that's just my that's just my disposition, I think, because I hate to see people like that, so. um, like suffering like that. But to Trey's point, um, I'm not, and y'all know this too, I'm not no fool for nobody. And so <laughs> habitual situations, right, when you get in situations where you have um, friends, family members. He's the, yeah, the, the, the pocket pad. Sound like you don't need no Wi-Fi. To <laughs> that's, 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 but that's my favorite one. You know, of yeah. You checking um, five places. That yeah, you, 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 you over here talking about some. Yeah. And that, but I think, and and that's fa- like I, I'm of the camper. You got two times to leave your wallet. After that, we're not going out to eat no two more. Two times. I'm so, because at this point, it's a pattern. Like I'm a I'm a very pattern oriented thinker, and so when it comes to giving, when I notice patterns of, three pattern. of being drained, two is like a trend. listen. Two be a pattern for me. Two. <laughs> To let me the first time it happened, I'd be like, dang. But I'm not tripping. The yeah, second yeah. time I'm like, hmm. every time I go out to eat with you, you don't have your two is where you start to notice a pattern is forming. And more and eight times out of ten is a pattern. It's gonna be a third time. Yeah, it's gonna be a third time. I don't even we don't got to get there. We don't gotta do that for neither one of us. <laughs> you give the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> True story. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to so, do that for either one of us. So with what I gotta do, like what friend level I gotta be on to go to these Italy trips? Like, <laughs> is it like an application I need to submit? Well, um, uh, first the airport gotta open back up. True. I mean, yeah, yeah, <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but we, we we can't do nothing about that. We're gonna focus on what we can control. Kelly got on the European trip. Kelly got on the European trip. Is she on the European level? Is there like a, there like a, domestic, there like a, a Caribbean domestic. application? Like, where y'all going? She go to Houston with us. That's about it. Domestic travel. Houston Street. Somewhere where we ride. Houston Street. By the American Houston, Houston, Houston School Road. Downtown. All the, all the and Houston School Road. That's where we can go. But yeah, but that's me. I'm one of those people that I give with. I just. That's good. Almost to a point where it'd be like. 
Because you have to give him thirty dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like he just asked. So just give me a plane ticket to wherever y'all going. I'm even one of those people where like, and this is not like a rare thing. This is like, oh, I only got a twenty, right? Like, because I think like, if I only had a twenty and you need the money, like, I'm gonna find somewhere to break it. I don't know. I'm always, but but. And I'm not saying that's right or wrong. And I'm not bragging about <laughs> <laughs> anything. Pokemon. Go. <laughs> she like it. No, but but to me, money. But I think it, if you want to be honest, I think it stems from me. Because like last week, I said I got the cutoff spirit, right? Mm-hmm. And I think in a healthy space, what that is is the the ability to flow with life, right? To release things as they need to be released, mm-hmm. and to invite things that need to be invited. That's true. And so I don't, I don't, I think I just have that in overdrive where I just be releasing too much. There you go. <laughs> you get a dollar. You get a dollar. But I, but I think that giving is just an area where something that's borderline toxic in one area happens to benefit some other people. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't I have, I, be, I know money will come back. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Very like, true. Hey, it's, it's twenty dollars. I want real answer. I think I know real answer, but I'll, I'll let him say it. Uh, he knows your inner thoughts. Uh, early on in life, I was extremely tight. I used to, uh, I used, to, I stopped carrying cash at one point because it was like, I ain't got it. I got cash, so I can't give you the money. You know, like that was that was the way I did it. Um, my family would make fun of me. They'd be like, Dre, you got millions in your savings account. <laughs> like, cause I, I'm the type like I don't care what's in my savings. I look at my checking. If I got a million in my savings and fourteen in my checking, yeah, I only bro, have fourteen dollars. That is all I have. Me, I got about five bills. And so, like, <laughs> I got a million and fourteen dollars. <laughs> yeah, like, so, like that, that was my thought process. And like, uh, and y'all know, like growing up as poor as I did, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I was so poor. If you robbed me, you got into debt. You know what I'm saying? Like, you owe like, somebody. You know, you owe somebody. Why you got bills in your pocket? <laughs> <laughs> is this cable? Is white bills? Why all these bills red? <laughs> they not even in your name, you know? <laughs> like, struggling. So, uh, growing up like I did, it made me very, very tight and stingy with money. Mm. Um, but as I got older, and I would say it started probably about last year sometime, man. Uh, I st- I'm sorry, not last year. In 2018, I began to just say, you know what? People need more than I do, mm-hmm. like cause I, re- I recognize that I'm blessed in a lot of areas, and I wa- and I and this what this 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 is what changed me. I watched a sermon once, and this pastor was really talking about doing the work of God, like especially to people that are homeless mm-hmm. and uh, dealing with stuff. And I was driving down, uh, I was driving on Riverfront in front of the courthouse. Hey. It was like ten o'clock at night. In front of Lou Sterry. In front of Lou Sterry. Used to work there. Shout out. What the courthouse anyway? But I'm driving by and I saw this homeless man sitting on the stairs. And I drove up to him. I said, hey, man, you know, I'm, uh, I'm going to go get you something. No, I saw him. I drove to uh, it's the Church of Chicken. Uh-huh. Got some Church of Chicken. Drove right back. And was like, hey, man, I want to get you some chicken, man. You might be hungry. Got a couple of dollars for you. He said, nah, man, I'm good. Mm. Nah, I'm good, man. No, it's, it's okay. And he, like, kind of got up and walked away. And I was like, and it made me think. Like, I got sad because I'm like, what happened to him to make him not want to take something that he truly really needs? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I've seen videos where people be like they'll uh, like if they're struggling at homeless, people beat them up. But what if he didn't need it? What if he was vegan? That's what I was gonna say. What if you're saying like, what if he don't eat? Meat? I even I, like offered him cash too. Oh, okay, yeah. And so he was just kind of like it, it, you could just see the the fear on him almost. Mm-hmm. Like he was like, nah, let me get out of here. And so that's what it was. I'm like, dang, this brother. I know he really needs something, but he wouldn't take. Somebody it. offered mm-hmm. to help him and so, then did something. Terrible. Yeah, and I feel like on maybe a, somebody did something. On a lighter note, I have never met a vegan homeless person. <laughs> That's because people think. Do they have the luxury of being vegan? Say, and that's what like, that's what's gonna send me over. Luxury. So, <laughs> 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 
Veganism is not lucky. Like, so like I was, nah, dog. Like, I think it's it's just got to do with the di- and I think I'm big and I think this is huge for my daddy. But I'm just big on on respecting the dignity of a man, mm-hmm. right? Like like embracing the dignity and the ego of somebody. Because that's really that all the people had to hold on to at the time. Like, like if, if I was homeless and the only thing I was holding on to was that I'm living a healthy, I'm trying to live a healthy lifestyle. Still, right? At least I'm taking care of my body. Right. Right. Like it's just one of those things. But I'm but but again, I get mad. Like I get like physically upset if I'm in a like line at the store and y'all know how they be like we don't donate uh two dollars to the Cancer Society of America or two dollars to uh make a wish no I'm good you just spend ninety five dollars on yourself and you couldn't donate two dollars then I gotta go and get five you know what I'm saying like and it's not it's not an obligation but it's just it make you and that's it's not an obligation but but somebody that like you could have gave two dollars, like you know what I'm I saying. Can, like I think I we can, put too I'm, much weight on, and maybe this goes back to the judgment thing, but like on our ability to judge, like somebody's worthiness or need level, or yeah. like you know what I'm saying. And it's like, listen, you just as worthy as twenty dollars as I am. The only difference between me and you is that you have a house and I, it, it, that you have lived long enough where you've made decisions that I can't say that I, I wouldn't have made. I, I've you, been you know, in that never, right, exactly. Yeah, my granddaddy used to say, uh, he used to tell, us, tell my daddy all the time, Bo, because you know people say, if I was you, I'd do this, this, and that, Bo. If they was you, they'd do exactly what you did. Mm. And that's what used to say, I like that. you know, that's um, and, and that's just, you know, so it's just, you, we all are one step away, you know, and I would hope Very that true. if I get, mm-hmm. gave my, you know, health to veganism and then I end up homeless, somebody would be like, hey, she, let me go get you a little lettuce. Somebody would be like, I'll buy you a McDouble or nothing at all. Well, yeah, just don't even worry about it. I mean, it. <laughs> I just, I just, how much control do you have over your diet? I, I mean, I, I think, and I think it just comes down to what you have to give. Cause you yeah, because I don't think you should give past the point of where you where you are at a place where, like you said, you work for a nonprofit. So you, I don't think anybody should give to the point where it is um, taxing for them, or like they are now going without it. You know, like yeah. things like that. You can argue that, um, but I don't know. I, Let me. Yeah, and that's kind of where I was going with um, you. So, uh, so now I'm at a place right now where I'm comfortable. I can give. Yeah. And I don't mind giving. And the thing with me is if I know that if I know that there's a need, you don't need I don't want to make you have to ask me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's right. And like when when God gave me my biggest blessing, and I shared it with y'all a little bit before, mm-hmm. you know, when when God when I got a huge raise at work. Yeah. Um, broke my boy off. Huh? So they broke you off. Broke me <laughs> off. And so it happened just a few like I had recently started paying my tithes and my and I found out that my sister, my baby sister, what's up, Jen? Uh, she needed she uh she, Hello again. she she was having, you know, uh some money problems. And so my, I was talking to my mom about it. My mom had told me this. And I just went to Cash App and sent her, like, a couple of hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And so did I need it? Probably so. But she needed it right then and there. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Right mm-hmm. then and there. And so it was like her need surpassed mine. Yeah. You know, so I, I gave it. And then after that, God just really stopped blessing me with regards to money. And so people reach out to me and say they need something. If I if I can meet that need, I'm going to meet it. Yeah. Because I, if I'm in that, ever in that situation, I want it to be and need it to be met for me, too. Mm-hmm. And so, when you give, it just like you said earlier, like when you give in abundance, God will bless your abundance. Yeah. And so I feel like that that's kind of where I'm at when it comes to uh, homeless people. Like I feel like if I can, I'm gonna give. If I see you sitting on the side of the road, you ain't gotta ask. If it's a, a a shop or fast food restaurant, I can grab you something to eat. If you say that's not what you want, then hey, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. you know. And I put I'll even throw some cash in there too. Like I get a bag of burgers and some fries and throw a five dollar bill in there, or whatever. And just give it to them because people in need, man, and mm-hmm. and I'm blessed. You know, what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I, I have more than I need. Sometimes I, sometimes I look in my closet and I'm like, just there's there's excess. a yeah there's which a, there, which closet do you look into? Like, <laughs> shut up, <man>. weekend <laughs> closet, winter closet. There's a uh, Andy Minio. He has a, a verse where he says, um, he says I could have put homeless people on mattresses if I ain't spent all those money if I ain't spent all that money on those maxes. 
And I was like, all oh, those maxes, yeah. I was like, but stop, you're talking cheap. to me. Like, so just like Air maxes. Air maxes shoes. Oh, yeah. oh, I got a friend that loved those. Shout out to Ken. Yeah. Hey, Ken. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> like. She, she had a sneaker head. Yeah. She has to be Love the maxes. Yeah, they don't come cheap, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's why I go to Nike Outlet and get mine. There you go. But yeah, so, yeah. So we've been talking about giving to, like, homeless people, people yeah. we don't know, which is good. Let's talk about the times where we've given to people we do know and it's potentially burnt us or it didn't it didn't go the way it was ironed out as it does with our people a lot of times, unfortunately. That's never happened to me. I, I've never been in really? that situation. Yeah, yeah I've, I've never been in that situation. And a part of it is because I don't, I really don't even, like my friends get to where I don't like let them pay me back. Like, like you know how they say you shouldn't give something that you need back? Mm-hmm. I, I really operate under that. So if I gave it to you, just you know. What oh, I'm we're saying? not speaking from a perspective of need. Let me hold a hundred. So like, how, so how, like, get burned in what way? Burned. I thought you meant like they, like they ran off and never gave you your money back. Yeah, I do mean that, but it's not from the sense of I needed it. Mm-hmm. It's more of like, almost like a respect of the relationship type. And yeah. I guess that's really the heart of the issue. It's not about the money or the 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 value or the amount. It's about you came to me with a need. Uh, you said you were gonna do X, Y, and Z. I did that, and it's not that you didn't do what you didn't say. You you didn't do what you said you were gonna do, but like you don't have the respect to voice that or come talk to me. Like people that like oh like, like that. What, uh, what hey, I'm gonna give you back your money on Friday, and then Friday rolls around, and I don't hear from and you. Don't hear from and then the okay. next Friday for like come. a week or two. And the next Friday comes. Yeah. Until you have to like almost kind of hunt. I don't. Down. I literally don't expect the money back. But that but that's not of my own doing. My mom and daddy like I. I didn't realize until college that people had to pay their parents back for stuff, right? Like that their parents would buy them something or get them money and they'd be like, oh, I gotta pay my mama back. Right? Like my mom and daddy be like, girl, you ain't paying me back. Like they'd be like, okay, Whitney, you'll pay me back. Like, and it's not because I won't, but it's because uh-huh. they just be like, I'm giving, like this is something that I'm giving to you, something yeah, that I'm yeah. providing to you. Yeah. And so I don't, I think that's why I've never been in that situation because I don't be expecting it back. Like that's if I true. gave it to you, just gotta be like, but that's a parent and a child. So that dynamic is Well, a yeah, but different. I think you learn all of your habits. I think that's She's what saying you learn. Oh, yeah, the yeah, transfer. You, yeah, you, okay, learn, you learn your habits. So, what yeah. was normal for me was always that if you give something to somebody, that's just the end of it. You shouldn't be expecting something back. You shouldn't be expecting that thing back. You shouldn't be expecting some type of retribution. You shouldn't be expecting some type of give and take, some type of quid pro quo. If you give something to somebody, whether it be your child, your friend, your pet, like, you shouldn't be like, okay, at some point you're going to repay me your for pet. this. Your pet? What kind of pet you got <laughs> you got money to? <laughs> My mama used to feed Cody with a spoon. Who's Cody? Her, our little Wawa, so it's a, our little puppy. Oh, but when he when he was a puppy, right. she used to spoon feed him. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I but but she, a, she comes from giving. You know, like so from, I think that's from Italy. Yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't like I'm not, I'm not saying that it's a parent child thing, but I'm saying that I didn't even realize that people were as intense on like they didn't pay me back oh, that's until a real I thing until I, I got to college, and I was like, oh. Yeah, but I also yeah. I'm not a I also by the grace of God, I've never really had to borrow money from anybody, and so True. I'm not I have been in a position where it's like somebody's been like, uh, Whitney. Get my money back, which I think I would just because I struggle with pride. So I'd be like, listen, if I had to ask you for money, you get it the next day. And you know what's funny? I'm I'm the same way. Like I don't like if I give something because that's how my parents were. Like Mm -hmm. I I grew up like saw my parents would like help homeless people out and all that kind of stuff. And like even to this day, like me and my mom's at Sprouts and she wants some pork chops, and um, I bought them for her. She's like, Trey, you gotta buy me. I was like, girl, ten dollar pack of. Pork chops. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's ten dollars. Yeah. Relax, relax, Deb. You know what I'm saying? Deb. Um, but like, I, but like, I'm the same way. Like, I don't mind. Like, if you say you're gonna pay me back and you don't, you know, I'm cool. I'm cool on it. But like, I am the same way. Like, if I owe somebody money, if I, if I can, if I say I'm gonna pay you back, 
You know, yeah, you can trust that. Yeah. And let me clarify. I don't ever lend out money with the expectation of getting it back, even if that's what does happen. Right? I mean, who was, um, but that's right? fair. Like, yeah. It's fair it's like if you ask to yeah. borrow something, then uh-huh. you should expect to pay it back. Like That's, that's 100% right. like, fair. If, like, if I made that the determining factor on whether I gave out money or not, mm-hmm. then I probably would never give out any money. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more about, I guess, it's, it's, it's a respect of the relationship, like I said, because it's one thing if you tell me, hey, I need money for X, Y, and Z, I can't pay you back. Or I don't know what I'm going to pay you back. I just need it. Bet. Okay. Here. And that would be my sentiment regardless. Mm-hmm. But if you come to me and say, hey, I need this for this, I'm going to pay you back on the 27th, pay you this much on the 27th, this much on the 3rd. I'm going to up like, uh, like Ananias and yeah. <laughs> I, brought, I brought you all my life savings. What you but is that really it, though? Shazam. <laughs> you just came you in here and lied. You volunteered the lie. I even asked you for it. Natural selection. <laughs> Wit has been on this natural selection. <laughs> all she been killing day. them all. Day. All day. Natural selection. <laughs> but no, I just feel like if it's, if that's the setup, if that was the, that's what you came to the situation with, I just have the the expectation of like, at least keep me updated or like, hey, I know I said this, I can't do it. Yeah. Like, I'm not gonna hunt you down. Like, you said the 27th, mm-hmm. where my money? Like, no, I'm not. Because like you said, I gave it not to get it back. I don't give out money with the expectation of getting it back. If I can't part with it, then I don't give it. What about with what about with friend groups? Now, let me let me preface it. Uh-huh. So let's say, okay, the four of us are friends. Let's say that we all hang out and we each bring another person and you and we all and we all become friends now you don't know that per- my friend that i brought as well as you know me mm-hmm. and that person come that person comes to you and say hey, chris <clears throat> can i hold something you know what can i tell a story because that is a, one of the stories i have for this sure thank you <laughs> i had a friend group just like you described <clears throat> had two friends in it they boot <clears throat> excuse me they both knew somebody else and chris uh, said they boot because he gave him the boot go ahead <laughs> No. They both. They both knew somebody else, um, and we we all became friends. But the friendship was definitely between those three, and mm-hmm. I was just kind of came to know her between those two. And um, I had known her for like maybe a month and a half, so you could say we were fairly cool at this point. Not too long. I would come over to her, to her spot. We would hang out. We all hang out, just kick it. And this is like early, like not early, but um, yeah, like early twenty twelve, twenty thirteen ish, somewhere around there. Um, and so one day she hits me up and she's like, hey, um, I need some help. Some bill was due and she didn't have enough. Um, and I can't even remember the amount. It was probably like a few hundred dollars or something. Like, hey, can you help me with this? Gave me a nice little soft story. And like I said, this is me fresh out of college too. She could probably smell the big heart on me. And she was like, yeah, Chris will do it. Like, and she laid out this plan how she's going to pay me back. I was like, all right, bet. Like, I'm gonna help you, like you said. You're in need. I'm not gonna leave you hanging. I gave her the money, and to this day, I've not seen a penny. Right? And it's not that she hasn't paid me back. It's that all throughout the process of not paying me back, I still would see her, mm. and she was still spending money on candy and cigarettes and all kind of dumb stuff. <laughs> all kind of uh, dumb. A Louis Vuitton bag full of candy and cigarettes. <laughs> What is, what is this, a cartoon? <laughs> right. So my issue was, for one, how do you how do you skip over two people that you know better than me mm-hmm. to ask me, why did you do that? And then 
you lay out this plan of like how you gonna pay me back. Are you still friends with the three of them? Uh, with one of the three. Okay, one of the three. Um, this this is me just uh-huh. spitballing here. Yeah, you <laughs> may spitball away. Spitball. You, you may have been the sucker. You know, oh, it was definitely the sucker. It was like that's why I was setting up the story to say like, girl, ask, girl, ask Chris. And I think that's what it is. Like people that's know. That's why I said she smelled the big. Yeah, and it, and that stretches across all areas. Like though, if 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 you can be played, people know you can be played. Whatever mm-hmm. the area is, if it's that's relationships, true. if it's if it's, if it's coworkers with at work, if mm-hmm. you if you look gullible and you can be played. People gonna play. This, you know what I'm saying? Like she knew her friends was. T- she knew her friends knew her. You know what I'm saying? She knew her friends was like, all right, sis, your Wi-Fi get cut off. You just gonna lose Wi-Fi this month. Sis. Lose Wi-Fi. <laughs> use that data. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is this is something that I really really don't like. Let's okay, we're friends. We are. If you text me and say, "Hey, real, let me hold thirty dollars." All right, bet. Hey, go thirty dollars. I'm gonna give it back to you on this day. Okay, bet. And I get it back. And then a month later, a month later. Hey, bro, let me hold $30. All right, you back. You know, we you hold just, $30. We're just putting this in circulation mm-hmm. at this point. You know, a, a week and a half later, hey, let me hold $13. What is going on? All right, here you go. It's $13. And I never hear from you any other time than when you ask me for money. Yeah, that's... I really dislike that. Yeah. That's really yeah. dislike yeah. that. That's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a spin off of what I'm talking about, too. And, well, and, and this yeah. is... And, and, that's tough, too. And this, is a, this, is a, this is a 100% true story. <laughs> so, um, a friend of mine, she, she reached out, you know, with the... Soft story, you know, violin going. You know, she got a little boy, single mom. Like, yeah, I need some money. Ah, right, here you go. Let's put some money. You know, I'm gonna pay you back. All right, I get the money back. Okay, cool. You, you know, we get too late. Hey, I think I need some more money. Sure, you need some Which made you think you need some more money? Like, you know what I'm saying? I, it was you so, that I think. I think. Like, so I can, you know, help her out. She give Hit me back. back when you're short. At that point, I'm not even texting back. I get to a point where I'm like, oh, okay. And then, and then, and I then, haven't talked to you since the last time I came. Like, and then, so sin. one, and then, and this is what happened. So one We're day, not here for it. I'm, I don't be here for for the for the using for the nah. For the okay, though. So check this out. So one day she texts me, asked me for some money, while I was at a funeral. Ooh. And I didn't reply to her fast enough. What'd she say? She did what they do. This turn. What did they do? Turned on you. People, say the N word. Turn. Say, say the N word. I dare you. Say, say the N word. Say it. Say the it. Nincompoop. <laughs> oh, you dirty scoundrel. You nincompoop. Like, it just went off. And I'm sitting here, like, I'm reading my, I'm sitting there, I'm in tears because I'm at a funeral. And I'm like, you really, like, really, bro? Like I've done for you month after month after month. How did she go? What, did, what was her? her what what, what was say? her double text? What did the double text say? The double text? Yeah, she said you, you didn't. So did she, when you say you didn't respond fast enough, how did you know that? Oh, I, oh, the, the way I knew is because generally I'm I'm a very um, prompt responder. When mm-hmm. people text me, I try to respond very quickly unless I'm just trying to avoid you. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. No, I know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, that's why they get So, Chris, me, bro. if I don't text you, I'm trying to avoid you. No. But, uh, so, I guess too much time, because I didn't check my phone initially. Like, I saw it when I, I had left the, I left the uh, church, and I looked at my phone as I was, tears in my eyes, and I'm sitting there like, really? And uh, I must, it was probably like 25, 30 minutes, because like I said, normally I'm fairly quick responding. I guess maybe she just needed the money, and I'm just like, yo, you really just going to go off like this? Like, mm-hmm. told me I wasn't no good, like... But, I, but, yo, I bless you every time you ask me for something. Sure. And don't ask for the money back. You give it back, but I don't even bring it So I have a question. Did you, like, was she that kind of part? Because I feel like traits like that don't just, like, surprise you. Like, did um, you see traits like, like? I knew she was a decent friend. But she, I, I also saw traits that let me know she would definitely use people if she could. Yeah, and I think mm. and I think that's the key to not being played on the giving mm-hmm. end, right? It's the same as every other area in life. If I... And I guess for me, like, and it's weird, like, I have a, a real soft spot for, like, 
for women that are single moms. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up with my mom and a brother and a sister, single parent household. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I know what that's like to see that struggle. Mm-hmm. And I and I could see her struggle sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause we've been friends for a while, and I would see where she would be like, like I like if I was at a place or whatever, we hanging out, and I'm like, like you like you look around, like you could see the struggle in the in, in the apartment. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And it's like that, like you could feel it sometimes. And so it was like if if she said she needed something, I'm like all right, I, I, you know I, I help you out because you got this little boy who needs. Mm-hmm. And then when I respond one time, I'm like, dang, bro, you. It's how quick it turns. Yeah, man. And Begging I'm like, in and patient. I was like cold blood. Can't be both. That's what it sent me over the head. <laughs> Begging in and patient. You cannot be both. You can't be begging the what? You had the right one. Say <laughs> you'll have the My right one. My mommy's always say you got the right idea, but the wrong one. <laughs> I'd be like, you pulled up to the right address. <laughs> you about to get exactly what you was looking for. <laughs> oh, you oh you wanted the smoke? <laughs> you smoke? Fred out there grilling right now. You need some smoke? <laughs> we got smoke. So mm-hmm. let's expand it a little bit. Expand it, Chris. Expand it. Broaden the horizon. You wanna you wanna you wanna take the people to, to, to a new perspective. To new heights. Oh, Shout out to my boy Chris Heights. Be my marketing manager. I got you, bro. This message is brought to you by New Heights. <laughs> <laughs> so how do we oh, let's I'm gonna read a verse real quick. You always wanna make it biblical. What's with you in this Bible? It would be so much easier. You know how easier the show would be if we didn't we didn't reference this book. Yeah, because we'd be all just spitballing, talking about opinion and you know what we heard and learned. If we would be hits. Well, my well, my grandfather told me. So what you trying to say, Chris? Jesus too much? You say Jesus too hard? You don't like Jesus? That's crazy. You hear that, Jesus? That's what you been. That's what's going Jesus down. Jesus know y'all talking nonsense. Also, now you know what Jesus thinking. <clears throat> oh my bad. Luke, I'm starting at Luke six twenty seven. We appreciate the kind of money that jingles, but we love the money that folds. Mm. Mm. That's not what Luke 26 oh. says. I know that. <laughs> it sounds good. Preach. Wait a minute. In the Bible. Luke 6, 27. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Mm-hmm. Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. Whoever hits you on the cheek, offer him the other also. And whoever takes away your coat, do not withhold your shirt from him either. Hey, Jesus. Give, to, ev- give to everyone who ask of you, mm-hmm. and whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. Treat others the same way you want them to treat you. If you love those who love you, what you credit know. is that to you? For even sinners love those who love them. I'll stop there. I Teach can, them, Jesus. I can, I can go that whole chapter because Teach them. It's coming for a lot of our. Was that? And let me ask you this: Was that in red? That all of that was. In that red. was. That's that means Jesus said that. Yes. Okay. That's I just want to make sure you mouth. know Jesus Direct said that. Quote. And if you do good to those who are good to you, what? Oh my. What good? Yeah, it's a yeah. lot of challenging thoughts in that in that sermon. Teach us a lot of things that he came for. Come on, and me personally, yes. um, a lot of our natural inclinations. One, the the highlight of that that I want to highlight, uh, the verse I want to highlight is verse thirty. Give mm-hmm. to everyone who asks of you, and whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. I don't. There's a lot of ways the Bible just directly comes for how I'm built. Like actually, <laughs> okay, I, this is one of them. All like, right, directly. Like, what do you mean? Let me let me read it again, so I don't misquote him. <laughs> give to everyone who asks of you. Give to everyone. Who everybody. Asks of you. Not like. Not some. Not some. Not your friends. Everybody. Give to everyone who asks of you, and whoever takes away what is yours, do not demand it back. How do we, as a people, meaning minorities, black people, how do we balance that? command from God in perspective and context of historical facts and what's happened to us and what's been 
taken to us and what we feel like we were owed by this country, by this institution. Because, I mean, if you want to take Jesus' direct quote, we're not supposed to have a grave. And I personally don't. You personally don't. I don't. Not everybody's a spiritually mature issue, real. Don't say it like I'm on some, <laughs> like I'm on some other plane, because I ain't. You, nah. That's just my viewpoint on that. I understand. And you would meet a lot of opposition now. Of, of people who claim to believe the same thing you believe. Not to say that you're right, you're they're wrong, they're right, you're wrong. I'm just, I just want to talk about it and how, because this is something like I haven't even thought about that aspect of, you know, being owed from a biblical perspective. It's very natural to be like, yeah, this country owes us. Like, and y'all need to pay up. Well, what's up? But even that very natural emotion or thought isn't biblical. It's kind of against the way Jesus instructs us to to act or to feel when we are when we feel slighted or, w- or when we feel owed. So I would say that the instruction is two part, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think that that's what he's saying to the one who needs to be owed, right? Mm-hmm. Or the one who owe, who owes. But what does he say to the one who should be given, right? He tells So I think when you talk about things like reparations, like we talking with the good Samaritan, like what what is what does the Bible say about the way that um that Jesus says to treat people who needs something or somebody to consider to be your enemy, right? right. Um, is the government providing an even playing field for people to be able to, to live fairly, right? For everybody to be able to work for their own land. And that's not happening. So I think that there's True. injustice. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I think if the government were to have done slavery and be like, dang, our bad, y'all. You know what? Give all black kids free college so we can make sure that they can work their stuff back up and let's give all black families a house. You know what I'm saying? Just It doesn't have to be cash money, but if, they, if they do their part, right? And something. I think that I think that, that verse is speaking to the part of the receiver. Like, you shouldn't expect anything anybody to give you anything right mm-hmm. but then he he in other portions of the bible and other parts of the world he talks towards the giver and he says you need to be given just right. because you need to give, if you, if you do wrong to somebody make amends go uh-huh. out of your way to make amends right it's about, re- it's about recognizing it's about, your part exactly recognizing and, your part in 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 the plot in the plot for example like you said um um don't demand back if someone takes something from you that person should know that they need to give it back right. you know what i'm saying like yeah. we're all given instructions like if if you if uh, if we at your house and your, and your mom say, "Hey, Jarrell and Chris, can you guys do this?" And I'm supposed to lift up one side, you supposed to lift up the other. That side not going. You're not gonna be able to move it if I'm not lifting my side. Right. Mm-hmm. So we can't move together as a people if we're not moving together. Mm-hmm. And but if I'm doing my part, you'll be able to do your part. I'm not. If I'm stressing you, hey, where my money at? Where the money? It's gonna make. It's gonna cause nothing but tension between us. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I, and I think that's why it's important to note that like the Sermon on the Mount. And I love that sermon because Trey and I were just talking about. Um, God's perfect design for things and in the way that things are now, right? Like, everything has this, like, holy nature, like, the, the original way that it should have been and in the way that it is now. And I think I love that that Jesus starts off with the Sermon on the Mount as his ministry because he, he in that sermon, he talks about the way that things should be, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if somebody slap you... They shouldn't be slapping you, but if they do mm-hmm. on your part, Often then you should the you should turn the other cheek and give because what he's saying is you should you should trust that they that they will learn from that first time thing. If they did their part, I, sh- I was so wrong for slapping that person. I should not have slapped them. And so the part of the slappy is to turn the other cheek and say, I trust that you won't slap me again mm-hmm. in a perfect world, a perfect right? World. And so that's why the rest of the gospels <laughs> go on to demonstrate <laughs> this is not mm-hmm. a, a perfect world. Right. But his first major sermon is like it's to break people just it, it's it's almost meant to be incredibly radical so that it can just shatter no, it just, shatters so he can just go into it like i'm just like whatever you think this is it ain't it's you know a, it pretty much challenges all the former teachers it's, that's all yeah. it does all it that's does. what the sermon on the mount does and it, it like, oh, this says, what you heard yeah he says a lot in there that's like well that's just not realistic jesus like <laughs> yes. i hear you i think that's a beautiful beautiful Wait, if he slapped me i'm supposed to go like 
This? <laughs> mm-hmm. You said he gonna slap me seven times. I only got two cheeks. What do I do after the? You know what I'm saying? You, know, you got questions or something. No, I, I think a lot of that. You know, but I think yeah, I think yeah, black like, and I think if you, I think looking at it from an honesty standpoint, just being honest with yourself, if you are trying to demand something from somebody, it's because they're not willing to give it in the first mm-hmm. place. I think I I said this with the relationship topic, like um like that. I feel like that a lot of times when like. I'm not gonna go through that through that rabbit hole, but I think that if you are if you are wasting your breath demanding something from somebody, they weren't gonna give it to you. If you like, you need to pay me back. You need to give me reparations. They have no intentions on giving us reparations. That's why we're yelling. Mm-hmm. And so I think in a sense, mm-hmm. Jesus was trying to say, save your own. You know what I'm saying? Like if if you got the ass, baby, they not gonna give it to you. So just don't even worry. Like because if not, you just yelling at an empty wall. And maybe that's what he was saying. Like it, if they not gonna do their part, there's nothing that you can do to directly force somebody else to do mm-hmm. their part. You know what I mean? Like I think. Yeah, I, I I agree with everything y'all said. I, I I love thirty one and thirty two because I think he, I think that's what puts in the context what 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 comes before it. Mm-hmm. Um, he's basically asking like for what's the point of loving somebody who already loves you back? In other words, like, is it love if you can if if you're it's, giving if it's it, easy if it's easy. If, if it's easy but even more so is it love if you wait to receive it before you give it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like in there, he's teaching us how to love our enemies. Mm-hmm. True. And he's what he's what he's doing is putting in perspective what true love is. And so he's really saying that like, love is sacrificial. Mm-hmm. That's why he's telling you not to ask for it back because if you gave it in love, you knew it was a sacrifice anyway. Mm-hmm. True. I mean, the only thing I would say to challenge that is this verse is keeping to something that was taken from you, not you giving it. Love. That's what I'm saying. Like, if it was taken, don't demand it back. If somebody slap you, turn no, it the yeah, cheek. Yeah, I, I agree with your so, overall sentiment. So, like, you know, that's it, the harder. Yeah. So, but I was saying, action. like, yeah, like if, even if you give it to somebody, if you really gave it in love, coming back to your point, mm-hmm. your question of giving money, if you gave it out right. of love, they took it. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm sorry. I was saying that because you said uh, this one's about someone taking something. Right. Um, we, we don't know if that means they stole it. It could mean that right, you yeah. gave and they just took it. Accept accept it. Yeah. But, he, but he's, he's talking about like how to treat your enemies mm-hmm. and, and learn how to operate from, from love. And again, like you said, he's challenging what people, who what, what their thoughts on with everything, and here specifically, like loving somebody. And mm-hmm. I think these things are like, and that's why I think he's he used the examples of things being taken, you being you know assaulted, assaulted yeah. you being uh, somebody steals your jacket, he's like, don't hold back your shirt, because yeah. love is meant to be sacrificial. Um, so I, I think that's I think that's what he's trying to put into perspective here. Yeah, and that's exactly why I referenced this verse because I knew for us as just just as a people, like that specific aspect of it would be challenging because I know I know how I feel personally just naturally and a lot of other minorities feel the same way of and I, you said something too that I think plays into it. It's the acknowledgement too. The acknowledgement of wrongdoing along with the repayment that a lot of times is what we're seeking mm-hmm. and I think the a lot of times the the downright refusal to even acknowledge or give appropriate historical context for the atrocity that happened plays into our emotion our emotional state when we talk about something like that the feeling even the feeling that somebody owes us something is prideful Mm-hmm. Like even that feeling, like even in the face of like wrongdoing, I'm not even trying to come for like reparations or slavery. Yeah. Because if government want to break me off a couple thousand for for slavery, best believe I'm gonna take that on the chin for my ancestors. Accept it, accept you know it humbly. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. accept it. But so like even just that thought, like for me, 
I have to constantly check myself because there's times where like people talk to me crazy and like that person owes me an apology or like you know what I'm saying somebody does this to me I'm like oh like you owe me this or you owe me that even that is like pride because it's like wow you think highly of your you think enough you think highly of yourself to the point to where like nothing in your life could probably hint that like mm, I don't know Trey maybe on some level that's <laughs> that's big for me because I feel like I'm I'm big on like. I, I try to respect everybody, try to treat everybody a certain way. And if I don't hit that standard, if I make you feel any type of way, uh-huh. and I am, I'm aware of it, mm-hmm. I'll try to apologize. I'll try to make it make it right. So, I don't know. that For me personally, that's another, that's hard for me to let go of. Like, if I and, feel like you owe me an apology. And I'm the same, bro. I'm the same way. But, like, my, my, my pops more or less checked me. I ain't going to close that count. My, my pops more, more or less <laughs> checked me. And he was he was like, so... You think every time somebody wrongs you, you owe the apology? He's like, yeah. He's like, you think you apologize for everything you did wrong to me as a child? That ain't the point. <laughs> I didn't ask you all that, dog. I ain't really, I ain't really asked you all that. Like, you, you need to relax. And, and what about the wrong that you do that you don't, that nobody can fault you for? And that's because what I he think, was getting. I think that yeah. is what Jesus is trying to say. Because yeah. you say somebody owes you an apology for talking crazy, right? Like, but. Do you owe them an apology for pushing them to anger, right? But you don't want to acknowledge the part that you played. And I think it's unfair for people to to do that because that that's that stems from a place of pride, right? Like, I, think it, I think it also me a song. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's and, like, yeah. and so I'm I, and I'm big on listen. And I and I told y'all this the last time, but I'm big on I'm big on we need to fix it together, right? We got here because of a two person situation, mm-hmm. right? So if if you just think that you're gonna soak up my apology and then like the other side is like, well, best of luck, you'll you'll be sitting right there. <laughs> well, and, I got and, I got the right. And that's and, and that's think, why I say it's pride because yeah, like to, pride. even to your point, like there's things that like my father never caught me doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you never apologized. <laughs> that I yeah. never apologized. Yeah, like there's there's like think of like just everybody yeah. in here has probably had a moment where like. They have talked to somebody crazy in their head. Coach Klein said, "Well, Mama don't know, won't hurt her." <laughs> but it's like Coach Klein, Coach Klein, Coach Klein, Coach Klein, Coach Klein. All right, Water Boy, relax. Coach Klein, it's but yeah, it's, it's pride, wisdom, man. Anytime, that ain't the longest. Is he? Yeah, this is a wise man. <laughs> I'm not right. a smart man. I'm gonna leave that what were you saying, Trey? I was I was just saying like yeah, I think I think it's pride when we when we get to that place that somebody owes us any, yeah. a, anything really, but especially an True. apology because it's like, what? Well, why? Why do they owe you an apology? Yeah, because was, I think it? I think in demanding an apology, what you do is you frame the conflict where it's me versus you, right? You owe me an apology yeah. because we are in this conflict and it's me versus yeah, you. You wronged and me. And you wrong, right? And conflict should never be approached from an angle of me versus you. It should be from an angle of how did we get here, right? What? How did both sides end up at a position where the relationship yeah. is now at a point where we don't? It's, it's us versus the issue. And so I think when you are looking at things like, well, this person did this to me, then you're not even considering, well, now the relationship is not what it was, right? And I think it, the right perspective is, Dag, how do we get this relationship back to where it needs to be? You know, like... And so, like... It, hold on. Go ahead, bro. I think, it, I think it, once again, goes back to position. Yeah. Um, Because the gosh. It's clearly said, clearly stated in the Bible that if you wrong your brother, go to him and make it right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Go to him and make it right. Now, for the person that's being wrong, they're supposed to forgive. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's a, it's a two part. Now, in regards to what we said, what you said is true in some situations. Every time someone is wronged, the person wronged may not have done something. That's true. That's very. You know what I'm true. saying? So it, it's always going to depend on the situation. But either way, the one that did the wrong needs to go and apologize and address it, and the one that was wrong. Accept the apology and move forward. 
and you're right, conversations do need to be had, mm -hmm. depending on what, because it could be a small slight. But a conversation do need to be had so that you all can get that relationship where it's supposed to be. Yeah, you know because if not, you're just doomed to repeat it, right? Like, if I just say, Jarrell, I apologize for this small slight, and I don't understand why you were treated well, the way yeah, you were, yeah. I'm going to inevitably do, do it, it again. again. I'll, I'll constantly be apologized for this. Yeah. And vice versa. I, yeah. You're going to keep triggering me to respond the way that I respond. And True. it's just one of those things where you just have to be able to understand. It goes back to the understanding. To the root. Yeah, if it's, if you root. don't understand the root, everything you're doing is pointless. Mm -hmm. like, and, I th and I think even when you're talking about, like, apology, mm -hmm. reconciliation, all that, I think, like you said, like it, it does take two people, um, and I think more so what I've learned in recent, like literally, like over the last two days, <laughs> real <laughs> recent, real like, recent. Like, Give like us this recent literally revelation. last two days. So I learned that, and it's dope. I really, I want to thank you for that uh, that little apology thing that you dropped. You know, oh yeah, yeah, meme, yes sir. Me and Wave actually went through and talked about it, and um, one of the things I learned yesterday, day before yesterday. Um, a lot of times when we are in conflict with people, our natural response is to, to defend. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether it's justified or not, whether you're defending yourself because you were wronged or whether you were the one that was doing the wrong and you offended somebody, you're, like, trying to defend, like, oh, that's not, how I, that's, how I, that's not what I meant, all this, that, and the third. When you're defending, like, that position from that state of, like, hurt or, like, from that state of, like, Oh, like that's not what I meant. A lot of times we miss that in defense of like our own position. It's really just a selfish stake in saying like I'm not willing to let go of what I did or how I want you to acknowledge me in order to get back to like this place mm -hmm. of, of 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 harmony, of unity, and peace with what, what's yep. with you. And so what I had to learn was like the tougher thing, but the thing that you know kind of will at least for me will bring me back to a place of like all right, let's get back to you, let's get back to pieces. What did I really do wrong? Mm -hmm. And do I understand what I did wrong? And like one exercise, like I'm a, I'm, I, I did and I'm going to continue to implement is like I'm going to write down what I did wrong. I'm not going to focus on what you did. Like I'm not going to um, try to even, I'm even going to let go of the defense of why I did what I did that made you feel that way. Because now when I understand what I did wrong, it's like, oh, wait a minute. Now I understand. I think that that's that's a that's a great way to look at it. But I think it's still important to understand why you did what you did. And the, and the reason I said is kind of what we said. Like you'll end up repeating it. Mm -hmm. There's a um, a friend of mine from work, uh, Madison. Shout out to Maddie. Um, she, one day she shared an exercise that she does called um, the root. And when she shared it with me, I was I started instituting it myself and sharing it with other people too. It, and it's simple. The root. Um, let's say I feel one day I feel depressed. Girl, you feel depressed. Why do I feel depressed? I don't know why I feel. I don't know why I feel depressed. Why don't you know why you feel depressed? Because sometimes this feeling just comes over me. Why does this feeling just come over you? Because sometimes my mind just goes places that it shouldn't go. Mm -hmm. Why does your mind go places that it shouldn't go? Because I feel like sometimes the enemy is just attacking me. And you keep going until you get to the very last yeah. answer that you can get to. Mm -hmm. And if you ever get to a place where you stop, that that may be it, or it may not, or maybe you just don't want to go that far. You don't want to yeah. go that deep within yourself. Mm -hmm. So keep going until you find out the reason why you're doing what you're doing. And you, you know what's to. crazy? I do that with myself. Mm -hmm. I think, I, like, my natural train of thought is, but why am I doing that, mm -hmm. right? And then I say, well, what am I really mad for, right? But for why, really though? Right? <laughs> because I think a lot that's of a, that's, a, that's a great yeah. question because, to ask yourself. Why you're yeah. because, why a, because a lot of times you think that you're mad for So, like, for example, I always felt like um, 
like I struggle with rejection, right? I was talking to one of my friends with this. And I was like, yeah, I just can't, I can't do it, right? And then I started to realize it's not rejection, it's embarrassment, right? So there's mm. this level up under rejection. Like I don't give, I don't care about re- rejection. Mm. It's the, I can't be embarrassed. And that's where you start to see it play out in every area of my life. That's why yeah. I'm always like, you ain't finna play me. One thing anybody <laughs> do is have me out here looking stupid. I can't, you're you not, not, not going to have me out here looking stupid. Just I'm not bubble to fuck. But you have, but you have to get to the root. And that's that's just with anything. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I didn't know I had a name. And I think, and I think even when I, like as I started to list out what I did wrong, I actually got there. Mm-hmm. I actually found out like, wait a minute, I was frustrated, but this is why. But this is actually, you know right. what I'm saying? And it, and, and it actually got me to the point. It was like, okay, yeah, I was frustrated with you not sharing this information, but the real reason was, hey, I just want to spend as much time with you as possible. And so then it comes to a point where it's like, okay, Trey, if you can start to get to a point in the in the moment yes. where you can recognize why you're frustrated before you do the things that frustrate other people, mm-hmm. what you realize is, oh, okay, I'm not frustrated that you want to do your hair. I'm frustrated because, like, I want to spend as much time with you as possible. Because I feel like If that. I tell you I want to spend as much time with you as possible, that's different than me saying, well, why didn't you make that's time good. for this? You know what I'm saying? So, like, now it's I am able to recognize what I did wrong. I'm able to recognize why I made you feel that way. And hopefully I can work through that better in the moment as opposed to, you know, after the fact, and you can and you can actually address what needs to mm-hmm. be addressed because, like in lit, um, in that when the relationship uh, therapist came, mm-hmm. he talked about like how many couples spend their whole marriage repeating the same fight. Is that the like, dude that did the four horsemen thing? I don't know. No, no, no. This was uh, he mm-hmm. was actual. His name is Vaughn, I think. Vaughn, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Shout out to Vaughn. Um, okay. Yeah, somewhere in the lit. Vaughn talks on. IG, yeah, believe. yeah, that sounds familiar. Light skin dude. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. light skin dude. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But he, but he talked about how. Um, dang, what were I even talking about? Light skin people, marriage, something. Like oh, repeating the same arguments. Yeah, they repeat. They have the same <laughs> arguments over and over, right? Because what happens is, if you if you don't say, listen. Sis, I'm clingy. I need to spend as much time as possible with you. Well, I don't understand why I can't just be in the bathroom while you do your hair. You know what I'm saying? Or anything. Then what'll happen is she's, she'll say, okay, well, I just wait to do my hair. But then when y'all are sitting there watching a movie and she pick up her phone and respond to a text, you like, you're not here again. I right. Right. Because what you constantly <laughs> feel is you don't like feeling left out. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, because what you're saying is I don't like feeling left out. Anytime yeah. I feel like you're leaving me out, I, I'm it triggers me. And so you'll have that same fight anytime you feel like, she, whether she go out with her friends, whether mm-hmm. she go on a family vacation and you weren't invited, you, you all, y'all will keep having that same fight because it's never about the hair. And so it's really like, okay, Trey, how do we express what you're feeling without like the negative emotions? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like it really is, okay, hey, I ain't seen you in two weeks. I'm trying to spend as much time as possible. I think, I think a lot of the time we have trouble expressing what we need because there's a lot of shame around our needs, right? So you, mm-hmm. so as a man, you probably don't, you probably are not used to being like, hey, I don't want you to do things without yeah, me. A need right? is like, a vulnerability. It's a vulnerability for mm-hmm. anybody. I, y'all mm-hmm. know I struggle with that, so I'm not preaching yeah. to nobody but the choir. <laughs> yeah. I'm the main one that lives and be like, Duh. I, I just need you. you to know that I need it. <laughs> you know? uh, and and that, that's something that I'm working through. Uh-huh. Um, so I'm not saying that that's okay. Like, but but I think it, it has to come to a point of being of understanding that there's no weakness in expressing what you need. 100%. And I think a lot of times we don't want to express what you need out of fear that that person won't give it to you or that they can't give it to you. And I think that when the, when it's out of a place of fear, like, but if I tell them they need, they can't do it anyway. Then I think what you really know is that it's not. It's, it's, mm-hmm. You won't ever get what you need yeah, from that relationship. Problem. I, I think that a lot of times, um, and, and I learned this when I was in therapy, a lot of times people don't like to share their needs because of, honestly, because of the root. Mm-hmm. Like, there are, time, like there are stories that I've shared with Chris and some of y'all, too. Um, 
like from my childhood that to me like to a lot of people they're like yo you went through that but to mm-hmm. me it's embarrassing same and so yeah. it's like you don't want to share because for fear of being embarrassed but if you share people are like that's not to be embarrassed of that's something to be like well I'm glad you're still here mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying because yeah. it could have destroyed you so sometimes like understand like I said getting to that root and I was watching this TV show everybody know it The Sopranos it's the oldest TV show mm-hmm. but I recently started watching it and Tony Soprano um, who's the head mafia guy he's seeing a therapist like from season I'm in season 3 right now Season one, he starts off, first episode, he's in the therapist's office. I'm on season three, he's still seeing the same therapist. I think I started that, because did he go to his car, like the car and the mistress was there? Is that that show? Like, after he, he left ma- the therapist's office, he went to the car, like, park across the street, and he went to his car, and it was like... The, I may not have gotten to the episode yet, but episode. stuff like that does happen on the show. So it wouldn't surprise <laughs> Sorry. me. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, so, on this particular episode, he, um, like, he has fainting spells. Like, the first time he fainted, he's grilling some meat, and mm-hmm. he just passes out and faints. He's angry. He's angry and he's stressed and he's grilling some meat, passes out and faints. Another time he's at a party eating some meat and he's stressed and he passes out and he faints. And he keep and this happens several times throughout the show. Hmm? Might have gout. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he's he's going to therapy, he's going to this okay. therapist, and he's also going to the doctor, like, yo, what is wrong with me? And so he's thinking it's just stress, it's just stress, it's just stress. Until one day he's at therapy and um the therapist's like, Can you t- after about three seasons, he's like, when was the first time you ever fainted? Like, can you think back to it? And he, he told the story. The first time he fainted, it happened the day he went to, he went with his father who was in the mafia when he was a little boy. Mm-hmm. And his father said, stay in the car. He went to a meat market, but his fa- but he went in the meat market. His father was in there collecting some money from this guy. The guy didn't have the money. So Tony Soprano was watching and he cuts the man's finger off at a meat shop. So whenever he, and so he got home that night, he got stressed. And his mom was cutting some meat, and he passed Pass out. out. Mm. Anytime he's stressed and dealing with meat, he the trauma pass. comes back, and he makes him pass out. And he had no idea why. Wow. So that's why it's so important to mm-hmm. get to the root, because if he's stressed, he now knows, I don't need to deal with meat. Because for whatever reason, that's triggering to him and causes his body to react the way yeah. it does when he just passes out and collapses. Wow. So sometimes the thing that's triggering to you may not be, like we said, that thing that you think is triggering you. It's that's true. not what it is. It's something totally different. And it's just the, and it, the, uh, the, just the, uh, the thing that happened with his dad was the inciting incident. Everything else is just the ramifications yep. mm-hmm. after it happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, on that note, we're going to wrap up. That was, that was a dope story. To yep. Thanks, man. Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, man. Happy birthday. Trey, I'm proud of you, bro. That was, that's some good exercises you Yep. Oh, have sure. a healthy Sound like a strong marriage. Amen. Let's, let's keep, keep praying. Keep, keep trailblazing, bro. Keep praying for us. Got you. I, can't, I, can't, I can't say that no more. No more. <laughs> keep praying for us. Just keep praying. We got you. Y'all get to the wedding, I bring good gifts. So, yeah. let's get there. Get Appreciate it. Keep praying. Target. Sponsored by Target. Yeah. Sponsored by Target. By that time, you're going to own a Target. That's going to go like a chip. Just do it. Target. How much money would you make off that? I just want to own a fleet of Target. It's just like, like a, a fleet, fleet of Target. Fleet of Target. Hmm. Speaking Target. of fleets, Ford Flex. Speaking of fleets, please own a fleet of Target. Is that a Ford emblem? Chris got a Ford emblem. <laughs> Gerard, did you know your daddy had a matching Ford emblem belt? Garcon, <laughs> pull the fleet around. Yep. Oh, you know what? I wanted to play this. What you gonna play? You gonna get a suit? Please don't get a suit. Mm-mm. I'm not. No, it's nothing to get a suit. You ain't okay. got no money. Right. Got to sell that fleet. I put everything in Whitney's name, so. 
I just want to show y'all. I just want to show y'all. Credit been emailing me. Oh, we need to talk to you about. I just want to show everybody how much money. This is how much money Chris got that he feel he can talk to me any kind of way. This is an actual voice text from Chris. You actually this is an actual voice text for you. This is how much money Chris got. He can talk to me like this, and I'm his boy. That's, that's how he addresses me. Like he'll call me like, "Hello, boy." Like, hey, like, come outside and okay. put my bags in the car. But Chris, you're in Cedar Hill. <laughs> I gotta drive from Dallas to Cedar Hill, put his bags in the car. Thank you, Thank you for saving that. I don't even know what we were talking about that night. Sheesh, you were disrespecting me by calling me boy. I was. He Whatever told me we'll, we'll never have this conversation again. Like, <laughs> oh. Hit you with my uh, Game of Thrones voice. Uh, appreciate y'all pulling up. Breaking bread, getting fed. Yeah, that that part. Thank yeah. you for saying that for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a fun doubleheader. Uh, I'm tired. I'm hungry. You better go home. You got a lot of pizza right there, man. Eat it all up. Take it home. We out. See we y'all, y'all later. Love you. Peace. Peace.